Welcome to Today's Issues, offering a Christian response to the issues of the day. Here's your host, Tim Wildman, President of the American Family Association. Well, good morning, everybody. Welcome to the program. Today's issues for this Wednesday, July the 27th. And I'm Tim Wildman with uh, Ed Battagliano. Good morning, Ed. Good morning, Tim. And Fred Jackson. Good morning, Tim. And Steve Jordahl will be with us from 11.05 to 11.30 Central Time. That's an hour from now. And we hope you will stay with us through the show, Ed. Those who want to engage this program and all that it brings. In a visual in a visual manner. What need they do? Yes. Well, you can go to either Facebook or YouTube mm-hmm. and search for today's issues and click through, and you can watch us do this program. Uh, we do encourage people also, if you're going to be doing some traveling or even listen in your home, you can do that as well. And I'm talking about the AFR app. That app is going gangbusters. It is looking like the future of radio anyway. Uh, not just AFR, uh, our AFR app, but you can listen anywhere to American Family Radio programming, anywhere there's a good signal. And we also encourage you, if you want to listen uh, on your computer, you can do that at AFR.net. AFR.net. We stream all of our programs live, the audio, at AFR.net. And uh, we also have podcasts there. There'll be a little drop-down menu, and you can catch programs that you have missed and listen to them in their entirety and not lose any quality whatsoever. That's called a podcast, people. So I think this is uh, day day four or five consecutive days that we've gone without being banned on YouTube, <laughs> which is we're going to start keeping up. That's a new record. Of course, it's July. Yes. It's a record for July. But that's a record for us, period, when, when we were banned twice and right. then the ban was lifted yes, it was after lifted. an appeal uh-huh. by uh, Brent Creeley, our producer, twice in like five days. That yeah. That's probably a record for anyone. Ban, not ban, ban, not ban. Right. <laughs> by, by YouTube. Anyway, we are thankful that uh, we are able to live stream today on YouTube and Facebook. And again, coming soon. To a radio near you is our own, going to be our own. Well, it's not going to be radio, but it'll be live video streaming that we produce ourselves here. Right. That we won't have to, you know, um, depend on YouTube or Facebook uh, to, you know, on whether or not they're, we're going to be able to have a live video streaming Where of the show. they're feeling charitable towards yeah. us. Yeah. So, um, anyway, thank you for joining us on the program today, everybody. Fred, what's leading the news well, you may remember back a few weeks ago, Homeland Security Secretary Alejandro Mayorkas. I love that guy. Mayorkas. <laughs> you know, just. You love him, huh? To- yes. He told the nation, uh, paraphrasing, don't worry, be happy. Your border is secure. Your southern yes. border is secure. Right. That's what he told us. Mm-hmm. Well, um, what we're finding out almost on a daily basis is, and I'm going to be kind here, that Mr. Mayorkas was mistaken. Yeah, I had a stronger word for him. Yes. A few weeks ago. <laughs> yes. Yeah. 
And it begins with an L. Yes. And it's not liberal. <laughs> it's not liberal. Well, the latest. Hold on. Ed's looking at well, me like, yeah, excuse me. To... Sorry, Fred. What now? Okay. So I'm trying to figure out. He said, all right, listen. All right. What, this, what this, word this is you're a riddle. About. It's a okay. riddle. <laughs> Fred said that Mr. Mayorkas, is that his last name? Mayorkas. Mayorkas. Fred said, to Fred. be kind, I'm going to say he was mistaken. Yes. I said, I called him an L word about 10 days ago. Lunatic? No, uh, Jim Carrey movie. L- loser. No. No. He had. Okay, well, I'm, I'm, wait. You know what? That was two strikes. Like One more Jim. strike. You need to foul a ball off or something because you're about to be out. <laughs> Come on, I said no. It the just guy, like listen, listen, my 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 Orcus, yes. true, right? Yes. And I said that he is probably somebody's best neighbor. Mm-hmm. Keeps their yard. He keeps his yard up. Right. Huh. Mm-hmm. And uh, he's, he's he probably would feed your dog if you went out of town. <laughs> but the guy, but about the but but uh, concerning the border being in uh, uh, control, we have control of the border. He's a uh, lie. A, he's a liar. A liar. Okay. Yes. Okay. All right. I'm sorry to say that, but yes. he he's a li- he's a liar. Right. So that's the L word, Ed. Yes. I was looking for. All right. Thank okay. you for yeah. not letting me strike out. Okay. Go for air. it. Go for it. Go back. Well, uh, one of the, the top story on Fox right now is an interview they did this morning with an Idaho sheriff, Karen Donahue, from Canyon County. Uh, Canyon County, we're told, is about 2,000 miles from the southern border. But this is what he had to say. He said his county is experiencing a crisis level of drug overdoses, especially fentanyl and methamphetamine that comes across the southern border. We're at a crisis stage, quite frankly. We have never seen the number of seizures and the amounts of any drug, including methamphetamine, like we're seeing in fentanyl. And, of course, we're still dealing with the methamphetamine crisis we've been in for years. Now, Fox, just a moment ago, flashed on the screen that in 2021 in this country, there were more than 70,000 deaths caused by fentanyl overdoses that is a 23% increase. And what this sheriff is saying, he's putting the blame directly on the Biden administration. We were told over the last couple of months, there are reports from our border security people. Fentanyl is coming into this country now by the ton. By the ton. It's crossing and it is, it is destroying the lives of thousands of young people. And there you have this sheriff in Canyon County, Idaho, telling us in an interview this morning on Fox News, is it is at a crisis stage. In his county, even though it's 2,000 miles from the border, they cannot keep up with it. The cartels are in complete control of this drug. He, he says we are at war with the cartels. He says there is not a single community in the nation where these cartels are not established uh, to... to um, to spread these drugs. Now, obviously, this country is in serious trouble because our people are buying the drugs. Yes. So we have a doped-up nation, a nation that is, frankly, dealing with its spiritual problems by getting high or getting drunk or whatever the drug of choice is for people. But that is drawing these drug cartels across that wide-open border and these people don't mess around. I mean, these these folks who are in law enforcement, they're not only getting hammered 
by the Black Lives Matter crowd and the Antifa crowd, they're having to deal with these drug cartels. And this sheriff says we're on the cusp of collapse. Yeah. Uh, And let me ask you guys this. Um, uh, This, uh, Ed, how do you pronounce it? Fentanyl? Fentanyl? Fentanyl. Yes. Fentanyl? Fentanyl. Okay. Uh, I know we're not pharmacists here or chemists or doctors, but can you explain to me what this does uh, and and why it's so addictive? It's a, it's a, an opioid and it's synthetic. Okay. So it's, it's, I, I, I was looking it up because I wasn't completely sure at the power of this drug. It is a, uh, painkiller and it is, it's approved for treating severe pain. It is 50 to a hundred times more potent than morphine, which was stunning to me. Morphine is one of the uh, the upper echelon of painkillers, and this is 50 to 100 times more potent. And the problem is that you don't have to take very much to die of an overdose. And that's why uh, Fred was talking about the fact that the uh, number of deaths in this country from fentanyl uh, has increased 23%. So th- this is a, this is a tragedy, and letting these drug cartels from Central and South America get rooted in our country is only going to wind up with war with um, our law enforcement. You know, it's and I'm I'm just going to quote from the interview here. Uh, this sheriff Donahue concluded by calling DHS Secretary Mayorkas quote idiotic for claiming the southern border is secure and said the administration is hiding from the truth about what's going on at the border. Well, I'm not sure. I would say they're hiding from the truth. They're keeping the truth from the American people. And shame, shame on our mainstream media in this country. They're so busy covering the January 6th commission. Right. Because they hate Donald Trump. Right. That they're ignoring the big stories like this. Yeah. Let me ask you guys this. So there's a three-pronged problem on our southern border, it, I don't know how long we're going to be able to call it a border any longer, right? Right. In, 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 it may be uh, in legal terms, but in reality, there's nothing. Uh, when 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 Biden and Harris say, y'all come to the world, just come through our southern border, right. and we'll make accommodation for you. I don't know that there is a, quote, border any longer. At least under this administration. However, let me ask you this: There are three major problems with what Biden is allowing to happen now. Now, there have always been drug smuggling, right? Under it doesn't matter if there's a Republican or a Democrat in the White House. Uh, there's always been drug smuggling into the United States from our southern border and from the Caribbean. Right. Uh, so I saw Miami Vice. I know what goes on. <laughs> uh, but but uh, there, uh, on a, seri- a serious note, you got human smuggling and sex trafficking, right? And Senator Cruz was at the border. We have we have audio of what Senator Cruz had to say about okay. that last night. Uh, well, I would talk about that, but hold on just a minute. Sure. Let me finish my three. This, that is a an enormous problem, right? And and also, I would I would be I would say related to that are these incidents we see every few days or every week about people dying coming over the border in the backs of trucks. Uh, you know, it, it's, it's just 
makes you cry. It's horrible yeah. to think about that. Children, minors coming here unaccompanied. Yep. Uh, so you got the human trafficking, sex trafficking. You've got just a straight out uh, unlawfulness, unlawfulness on a massive scale of people coming into our country who we don't know who they are. They're not coming through the legal process. So they're breaking the law by the millions, and Biden is not doing anything to stop it. By the way, on an, as an aside, the other day, I, I'm seeing this. I'm seeing these folks in in our area here in Northeast Mississippi. By these folks, I mean you can tell they're. I'm talking about the people who are coming here right. illegally, and uh, I've seen them loitering and and hanging out and. That you can tell they look displaced and, and I mean, it's sad. Yeah. It's sad. I feel bad for them. But I'm just saying when you have two to three million people now who've come here in the last, since Biden went into office, you're going to start seeing them all over the country. Right. And what to do with these folks. Who knows? Uh, in New York City, the mayor there is complaining. Washington, D.C., the mayors are complaining. Democrat liberal mayors who support Biden's open border policy complaining now because they're having to deal with it in their own hometowns right the mayor of new york I, I'm, I'm digressing here right it's rare <laughs> but the mayor of new york remind me to get back to my point three yes because i'll forget mayor of new york city is complaining about the governors of hope he, he's laying the blame on people being in his city illegally from our southern border and he, and it's an overflow in their homeless shelters and so forth. He's blaming that on the governors of Texas and Arizona. So so did the mayor of Washington D.C. Yes, blaming Governor Abbott from not Texas. O- not on Biden, right? Who's letting them all in? He he's th- these mayor of the New York is saying, keep those people down there in Texas and Arizona. Don't send. I, I'm I'm paraphrasing now. Right. This is what he's saying by what he's saying. Just keep those people down there. That let that be your problem. We don't. We don't. We have enough problems in New York. Right. Well, he needs to check with Biden because Biden is one of the. He, he is sending them a lot of them to New York through sick planes at night, secretly in the suburbs of New York City, and then turning them loose. Yeah. Did you know this? Right. All uh, over the country. Yeah, all over the country. So anyway, that was that was number two. So you got you got the human tra- uh, and sex trafficking that is increasing in the United States because Biden lets everybody in. And that's the cartels do what they want. Basically, right. you got just the just the uh, problem of what to do when, as I say, a couple of million people have come here. Now, what do we do with these folks and and the stress it puts on our criminal with a a criminal element among them? Right. Not all of them are criminals, no. other than breaking the law coming in. But there are sure enough criminals, rapists and yes, yes. murderers and everything else. And then the third uh, problem is what the sheriff's talking about. And that is the cartels. And listen, these these uh, drug cartels from Central America and Mexico, these people uh, don't play. Right. All right. This is like ISIS. They'll cut your head off. Huh? They do that in Mexico. Yes. I mean, they, they are ruthless. And if they take control of a geographical area, if they move into the continental United States, now this sheriff's saying they're here, right? Yes. 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 And, and every community, he's, this is a network. Well, the MS. Uh, MS 13. 13, you hear about them. Well, but what I'm talking about is uh, taking, 
in, in, in parts of Mexico, we all know this, the, they could, the cartels control the mayors and the yeah. chiefs of police. They buy them off. Judges. Yeah, that kind it's of like thing. any other it, kind it, of organized okay, crime. What I'm saying is not the fact that they're here in the sense that they operate. If, if what I've just described, how, how we know the, the reputation for Mexico, if that starts creeping into our country, you know what I'm, you understand what I'm saying? Yes. That's, that's a frightening thought. We become a third world nation. Right. But can I add a fourth concern? Yes. The drug, did I mention the drug? Yes, you did. Okay. So, so the drugs are being the third one. All yeah. Right, go ahead. Uh, a fourth concern. I, I can't put a number on this. I, I'm just going by human nature would be terrorists coming across that fourth, that border because it's open. It's wide open. They're coming in with the Hispanic people coming from Central and South America, terrorists from the Middle oh, yeah. East, for example. I have a grave concern about what I, I know they've got to be coming across. You know, they've been they've been caught. I, I'm just in terms of how many. I have no idea and what they're going to do. At some point. Well, the Border Patrol people have told us they have stopped people from over a hundred different nations. Yes. Well, I personally think Biden should be impeached. Sure. Over a dereliction of constitutional duty. And I hope the Republicans will do this. Mm -hmm. I don't say that lightly because I don't like impeaching people on a willy-nilly Right for presidents for, for, for political disagreements like, like they did with Trump a couple times. But in this case, uh, it's the job of the president of the United States to defend and protect our borders, and Biden uh, doesn't give a rip. So anyway, we've talked about that, but I wanted to mention uh, this issue in relationship to what the sheriff is talking about in Idaho, and that is that fentanyl yeah. is killing Americans, and, um, and it's coming across our border, uh, and it's a result of an open border policy. Uh, go ahead, Fred. We have this uh, clip from Ted Cruz. Yes, okay. He was talking about the sex slave issue. Okay. And what's happening uh, because of our open border. Cut number eight. These children come in in debt to vicious cartels, thousands and thousands of dollars. And the teenage boys work for the gangs in every city in America. And the teenage girls experience a hell worse than that with far too many of them human trafficked into sex slavery. Joe Biden and Kamala Harris are responsible for the worst plague of slavery in America since the Civil War. Yeah. Pretty strong comments there. Senator yeah, Cruz, was, he, he was on the border. Yeah, um, I'm, I'm, it sounded yeah. like with the music behind it, it was a bit of a, a special, but we have had reports over the last couple of weeks what these cartels do, they, they put these young ladies into the sex trade, but also what they're doing when they've come across the border, they capture these young people who they know have family members living here in the United States. The cartel contacts the family members and say, if you want your daughter or your niece or whatever the case, if you want them back, we want thousands of dollars. So it's a, it's a hostage ransom type situation. No question. And, and you know what? <clears throat> that abuse of these young people is happening in our country yes this isn't happening across the border in mexico yes. while you're waiting to get in yes. no these girls are trafficked into the country and are used as sex slaves 
on in our territory. Yes. Yeah. Now I, 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 I'm, I'm with you. I, I've always been very hesitant to throw out the, the impeachment card for policies that I don't like or that I think are wrong policies. But I think what's happening on our southern border goes beyond just a political difference. We are talking about a dereliction of duty that is uh, hollowing out our country, taking lives, and I would be willing to impeach Biden over this. I think it's serious enough. Do you need any more um, an example of, of, of what we're – the criticisms we're making being valid than this. Joe Biden's been president for how long? Well, since 18 Jan- months, roughly January yeah. of, okay. He hasn't been to our Southern border one time. Right. That's right. He's been all over the world. Mm-hmm. He can't even fly down for a day or two to look and see what we're dealing with down there. Right. Why is that? Mm. Because he doesn't want to talk about it. That's the reason he doesn't want to talk about it because he wants to keep the border open for all to, for millions of people to come in. Uh, so that's what I'm talking about. It, it, you would think the president of the United States, knowing that the, the governors of your uh, governor, I don't care if they're Republican or Democrat governors of your country are calling out to you, crying out to you. You got to help us stop this. But one of them called it an invasion. I think, uh, Members of his own party, yeah, Democratic congressmen yeah. on the border. You would think he would say Biden would say, "Well, let's convene a uh, uh, let's convene a conference of the of the border state governors and let me hear from them. Let's talk about this. What can we do to what can we do to secure our border?" Now, I, he's not going to do that because he wants these people to come. Right. So that's what I mean. That's a a violation of his constitutional duties. All right, you're listening to today's issues, but the fentanyl issue is only going to get worse, it appears. And uh, and I, I didn't realize the lethalness of it. What, uh, what do you think is going to happen if uh, law enforcement starts to push back on these drug cartels? Can we talk about where they cut people's heads off down in Mexico and other places? That starts happening in our country to a judge or to a chief of police? Will. You know, are you going to have executions of cops? It could turn into all-out war in our city streets, yeah. even worse than we're already experiencing in the plague of crime right. that is happening, just right. ordinary criminals. Right. All right, you're listening to the radio program, Today's Issues, on American Family Radio. Tim, Ed, and Fred here. i tell you what, uh, instead of starting a new story, can we go to our break? Just, uh, 30 seconds or so early. Oh, wow, that just feels so powerful. What's that? Being able to to be able to call on a break and it, there it is. Yeah, huh? It is. Now you can't do it it's at the a, top of the hour. But you know, with that kind of authority that's, that's a hard comes break. great comes great responsibility. <laughs> that's biblical. So isn't you, it? it's not biblical, but you are quoting Spider Man, the Spider Man <laughs> first Spider Man movie. You didn't know that, did you? It's Uncle Ben. Was Uncle that Ben with, uh, told Peter Parker? With great who, power comes well, great who responsibility. Who was Spider-Man in the first Spider-Man movie? It was Tobey Maguire. Tobey Maguire, yeah. Yeah, was, yeah that was... His what, Uncle Ben told him. Years, his Uncle Ben did? Yeah, with great power comes great, great responsibility. responsibility. It sounds and, like it should be in the Bible, though, doesn't it? <laughs> now go out there and spin your webs, son. <laughs> Save Gotham. 
We'll be back momentarily. Oh, Wrong city. When you hear this... This is American Family News. You know what follows is the truth. Your news from a Christian perspective. Hundreds of teachers are going to have to walk into that school building and they are forced to swallow political ideology that in many cases violates their very faith and conscience. If you miss it at the top of the hour, American Family News podcasts are available at AFN.net and sign up for our daily news brief at AFN.net. Hello, everyone. Tim Wildman, president of American Family Association and American Family Radio. Hey, an update on our Israel trip scheduled for March 2023. We're about a third full, so two-thirds remain. That is uh, the seats we have available for our trip to Israel. It's going to be a lot of fun. We're very excited to take a new group of pilgrims across the pond, across the Alps, across the Mediterranean, and land our plane in Tel Aviv, bus to Jerusalem, and here we go. Again, that's in March 2023. The itinerary, the cost, all we'll be doing and seeing. You can read about everything associated with this trip by going to twholyland.com, twholyland.com. March is a great month, typically, weather-wise, to visit And so that's one of the reasons we schedule it for that month. Again, TWHolyandLand.com to check out the trip. Hello, Americans. I'm Todd Starnes. Stand by for news and commentary next. Uh, My goal as a teacher is to impart knowledge and then be able for them to take it and turn it into wisdom. As we teach, I think, okay, five years down the road, how will the material that I am teaching them really affect their lives and their careers. Hi, Todd Starnes here. Truett offers biblically-centered degree programs. Check out truett.edu slash Starnes. There's been no lack of courageous and inspirational stories coming from Ukraine, celebrities and athletes, regular Joes, setting aside their careers, their lives to fight for their country, life put on hold. Yorena and Savatslav were scheduled to be married in May, the bride just 21, the groom 24, but they decided to forego their lavish spring wedding once war broke out. The young couple met with their parents and announced their intentions to marry right away so they could join the fight to stop the Russian invaders. They were married at a monastery, and just a few hours later, the newlyweds joined the military. Yorena traded her wedding dress for camo and a gun, She grew up in Kiev, told a reporter she'll do whatever it takes to protect her city. And one day, the Ukrainian newlyweds hoped to enjoy that honeymoon, once forsaken, in a free and prosperous and liberated nation. I'm Todd Stearns. For we know that if the earthly tent we live in is destroyed, we have a building from God, an eternal house in heaven not built by human hands. 2 Corinthians 5.1 American Family Radio. This is today's issues. Email your comments to comments at AFR.net. Past broadcasts of today's issues are available for listening and viewing in the archive at AFR.net. Now, back to more of today's issues. Hey, welcome back, everybody, to the program Today's Issues on American Family Radio. Tim with Ed and Fred, and we thank you for listening. Should you want to send us an email... The address is comments at AFR.net, comments at AFR.net. 
is the email address we use here at uh, American Family Radio for this show. Uh, all right, Fred, back to the news. Back to the news. Well, uh, at some point today, President Joe Biden is going to have a telephone conversation, apparently, uh, with the Chinese President Xi. Um, I'd like to be... That's not a pronoun. No. <laughs> it's not. Right. No. That's no. his name. That's his name. Uh, Xi Jinping. This this comes as there's a lot of talk uh, in military U.S. military circles about the possibility of House Speaker Nancy Pelosi going to Taiwan. Now the Chinese have been very public. They say there's no way that an American official should go to Taiwan because it belongs to us. And it is would that be, what they said? Yes. It would be an insult to us for an American official. Now, the last time a high-ranking American official went to Taiwan was Newt Gingrich. I believe it's 1997. Wow, that long? As the Chinese at that time said, don't dare do it. And Newt Gingrich, who was House Speaker, I think, at that yes. time, uh, said, I'm sorry, I'm going to Taiwan. Uh, we support Taiwan. Now, we have a it, – it's a kind of an interesting thing. We support the independence of Taiwan – but that's that's it. That's as far as we go. I don't think we've ever uh, officially recognized Taiwan as a separate nation. Yes, but we do support their efforts to behave like that, right? at least. So here's what's happening. Uh, the headline today is U.S. military making plans in case Pelosi travels to Taiwan because in their kind of verbal threat, the Chinese have said, you know, uh, we will react if Nancy Pelosi goes there. Uh, we have military means of reacting. So that apparently has scared our military a little bit. Now, Joe Biden was asked about this last week, about the possibility of Pelosi going, and he said our military people would prefer if she didn't go. So that's what makes this phone call so interesting today. I'm going to be really anxious to hear what the president has to say of what they discussed. That is not the only issue. There is just growing evidence and growing concern in this country over the Chinese buying up farmland. There have been several stories of late uh, buying farmland in Florida, buying farmland uh, in the middle of the country near military bases. Uh, uh, Congressman Waltz of Florida was being interviewed just a few minutes ago on Fox. I didn't know this. But uh, the Chinese now own a big company here in the United States that produces pork. So there is growing concern that the Chinese, through this acquisition of farmland, and it's not only here in the United States, they're buying up farmland everywhere, uh, that they are trying to control the food system. It, it, and not to mention the fact the threat to our military base is being so close to this farmland. <clears throat> now, to the best of my knowledge, Joe Biden has not addressed that yet. But I'll tell you, there is just growing concern about what the Chinese are up to. And there's also the belief that when Trump was in the office, he acted as a check on their aggression. And the belief is now that there is no check on Chinese aggression. Yeah, part of the, the, the problem, and this is not this is a, a, a bipartisan problem, is that both Democrats and Republicans have encouraged trade with China because China is huge. Yes. Okay. 
huge uh, most favored uh, nation trade status, all that kind of stuff. That's more than just Democrats. That's Republicans doing the same thing when we should have been treating them as uh, as a rival and as a, an enemy because they I don't I don't I'm just going to say I just I don't trust the Chinese. That's not a racist statement that that is because they're communist and we're not we haven't been treating the communist Chinese like we did the Soviet Union um, and uh, so this go ahead well so part of the problem is you're letting Chinese companies buy uh, companies and farmland here we wouldn't have let the Soviet Union do that no. but we're letting the Chinese do it because we have this reciprocal trade agreement with them this uh, business across the Pacific when when uh, when um, in 1997, when House Speaker Newt Gingrich went to Taiwan, it is a whole different China militarily yeah. doing it in 2022. Yeah, uh, a lot of issues related here. Why, why, why is Speaker Pelosi going? I guess to show support. Now, some okay. and what's really if interesting. This were, if this were a Republican House Speaker going, we would be cheering her, her own, would we not? Oh, I yeah. wouldn't. And, and Rep- I would. You would not? No. This is a bad move. It's you mean it's unnecessarily provocative? Yes, it absolutely is. I I think it be, because there is a difference between the China of 1997 militarily and the China of 2022. Listen, I was listening to a military expert on Fox this morning saying that the Chinese are 5 years ahead of us technologically when it comes to these hypersonic missiles. I I I don't you the old Tom Clancy line you, you don't kick a tiger in the rear end unless you have a plan for its teeth. And I think this is unnecessarily provocative. What's the point? What's the point of doing it other than to stick a thumb in the nose of the Chinese when you know how they feel? Now, Taiwan is a sovereign country. Well, Taiwan believes it is. Yes. Chinese believe it is a part of China. We have an informal relationship with the Taiwanese government and a a, I'm not sure how formal the promise is, but a promise to defend Taiwan if the Chinese attack. Yeah. Here's the concern uh, a lot of people have. They believe that since Joe Biden came into office, both China and Russia have been emboldened. Trump kept those countries in check. So we see Russia invading Ukraine. They feel comfortable doing that. We also have intelligence reports now that the Chinese are helping Russia. China is helping Russia replace the military equipment that they have lost since the invasion of the Ukraine. So you have these two superpowers that are now working closely together on a number of these projects. Yeah, yeah. one thing I would say, though, Ed, and I don't, we don't have time to – I'm just going to be right and you be wrong, and then we'll move on. Okay. Uh, uh, don't you love that debate? Yeah, don't sure. Have that debate. I have with that you? debate with my wife all yeah. the time. Yeah, <laughs> I'm with you, bro. Okay, <laughs> that's all I'm going to say. Well, <laughs> uh, uh, I'm right. You're wrong. Yeah, I don't want to hear your response. Right. <laughs> that's that's part of being married for many years. <laughs> you can be right, but you right. can be dead right. right. Okay, that's that's what. <laughs> 
My wife's, be, never, you, my wife's never you told prove me your that. Shit? I know. You want to be proved? Prove? It's been unspoken. You want to get in, you, How long do you want to sit here and try to prove your point to be right? <laughs> or do you want to move right. on to dinner and, and, a, ha- right. and a happy night? Yep. Okay. Yep. All right. So uh, there is a big – you mentioned how we were in um, – what, what did you – a trading uh, – rec- Yeah, reciprocal trading okay. agreement with, with China. Okay. All right. So – my view on this is that America and China are joined at the hip economically. We need each other. Now, don't misunderstand me. I'm not embracing communism or saying this is a good thing. I'm saying this is the reality that exists today because <clears throat> three or four decades ago, our country decided to engage communist China economically and for business purposes. And at the time, a lot of people warned against doing so. However, the, 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 the thought being put forward by, and, and this crossed party lines at the time, it didn't necessarily a Republican Democrat thing was that if we could, uh, as I use the word, engage China economically and show them the benefits of freedom and the free enterprise system, that that would encourage them to move into more of a democratic form of government uh, with more respect for the individual and human rights. At least that was what we were told. Did you, you guys remember this? Yes. At the time? Right. Uh, and so uh, I guess that sounded reasonable to me. Okay. I may not agree that it's going to work, but that sounded reasonable at the time uh, t- to me because, I mean, other, how are we going to change China, communist China? Well, maybe we can show them the benefits of liberty and freedom and the free enterprise system and making money. Uh, but that, that hasn't changed their communistic Marxist core government philosophy and how they operate there. So, but back to, so I, I, I don't know, there's not much we, we've given up the right to say anything to, not the right, but we've given up the, uh, the leverage we could use to make China do something on a, uh, substantial, what in a substantial way on human rights, because we, we, we blew past that stop sign a long time ago. You know, we just said, no, we just want to make money. We don't care how they treat their own citizens. That's not going to right. factor in on whether we do business uh, as a country uh, with China, communist China. The other thing is I mentioned joined at the hip economically. We found out during the early stages of the pandemic, did we not? How many of our life-saving drugs that come into the United States, we depend on uh, at least what do you, the ingredients, for lack of a better word, uh, coming from China, right? You, what word am I looking for right there? Do you know what I'm looking for? Ingredients in drug making that we yeah. use. Yeah, no, and sometimes the drugs themselves. Made, yes. made, yes. Right. Made, in, made in China. Yes. Remember that? You remember yeah. that? Oh, yeah. That was a big issue for a while. It went away because uh, it, it didn't, well, I don't know why it went away, but we did quit talking about that. But... So uh, America, we are, you know, you can't go in Walmart or anywhere else 
You you walk down the aisle of any store like that, and you start picking up products randomly, you're probably going to find one out of every three products are made in China. Am I right? Yeah. Okay. If not for China, we wouldn't have any tennis shoes. <laughs> right. Okay. To wear. <laughs> right. In the U.S. So I'm just saying that uh, I don't know why Speaker Nancy Pelosi's going. To, I don't know what her mission is, what her objective is. We'll find out, I guess. I'm, kind, I'm really surprised that she's doing this because that's not like a Democrat to want to rile up communist China, you know, or, or sort of stand up to them in any way. We know we all know what. Well, I'm not going to start down the Hunter Biden <laughs> Chinese uh, uh, money making trail that that'll come in January and February of next year. If the Republicans take over the House, we'll 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 have that light shined on that. But the but the the billions of I don't trillions of dollars of trade between the U.S. and China make us uh, n- neuter us from any real world consequences to anything China might say or do. I don't think China is going to bomb us or take out an aircraft carrier, although they probably could. Uh, China doesn't want a war with the United States any more than we want a war with them because a war would mean uh, that trade we talked about would stop to a large extent, which would really, really hurt the Chinese economy. Uh, can I can I say what I Well, what no, I I've got 14 more minutes. Okay. <laughs> uh, I'm just taking a breath here, and I'm going to yeah. continue to dominate the program. Okay, that's all right. Okay. No, I'm kidding. Yeah. Go ahead, Ed. No, I, I think that this – I'm not an expert. Here's what I think. I, uh, first of all, the, the Chinese understand Biden is weak. They don't want <clears throat> Trump or DeSantis – being in office in 2024. So whatever they plan on doing, they're going to do before that. Okay. Like invade Taiwan. Like invade Taiwan. I think it's possible that they could take Taiwan fairly rapidly and they would tell us exactly what you just said. They would say, we've always said Taiwan was an internal issue. It's over. We're, We're taking it. And if you want to fight a war with us, it will destroy the economic economic ties we have, and if you decide to try to invade Taiwan, which we now own, uh, you're attacking Chinese soil. If you do that, we will take South Korea, we will flatten Japan, we will flatten the capability of Taiwan to produce uh, the chips that you need for your computers, and then if we really want to stick it to you, we'll take we'll take Hawaii. I, I think that's pretty ambitious it, that that that's probably and I think that's or they'll tell uh, Joe Biden. If you try to stop us, we'll tell the world what we know about you and your son. I, I think the Chinese are making plans to do that and make it so quick that we will not go to war and we'll just say, well, uh, we feel sorry for Taiwan. We're, we're going to move on. I don't think Americans would be in favor of going to war with China over Taiwan. Maybe, I, maybe, I, maybe, I think, maybe 30 years ago when, when there was a more of appreciation for what communism really is and the history of, of communism in, in China. But I don't think average American. I, I agree with you. I don't think we would go to war with China. I think China would say, look, we took it. It's over. Yeah. Let's not go to war over this. Listen. This is the new reality. 
it was ours all along, and I think I over. think now's the time for China because we we uh, America's in a weakened position. We got a president who doesn't know where he is half the time. Right, doesn't speak coherently in even teleprompter speeches any longer. We all know it's just sad, right. but it's a reality. We got a vice president who's telling us that she's a woman at a meeting. We're going to get to that in a minute. I mean, who's a buffoon. Right. I mean, at least, I mean, that's what she acts like many times in public. And then we've got, um, so we're, we're in a weakened position. Right. Plus our economy uh, with the inflation and our recession, I think China could uh, say, you know, if we cut off trade in any substantial way, it would, it would, it would collapse our, it would go right. into, we, we would go into a depression. China knows that. They, they know that. Yeah. So, so, and they know our military has been weakened too. So I, I'm just saying to your point, I think, uh, and they see, I think China could take Taiwan and I don't know how many millions of people live on the island of Taiwan. It would be bloody, but they could, uh, they could take it pretty quickly. Probably. I, I, I think they could You just blockade it. Well, they they would too. they would pay the they would China would pay the price because Taiwan's armed to the teeth, but Taiwan doesn't want their country flattened either. Right, true. And so I I think it would be over quickly, and China would say, "Look, it's over. We told you we were going right. to do it. Let's move on. Let's move on." And yeah. I and I think the U.S. would have no choice but to do it. Yeah, you're listening to today's issues on AFR on American Family Radio. Tim and Ed and Fred, go ahead, Fred. Uh, just watching President Joe Biden <clears throat> as we're sitting here. And he is preaching just outside the White House. He got a negative test for COVID today. So he is now, unlike a year or so ago when he said, get the shot and you won't get COVID, the message this morning is get those shots and it won't be as bad when you get COVID. That's the the bottom line there. That's, That's the new message from the White House. He's taking credit now with his speech about deaths going down. Yeah. He also just said, my predecessor, Trump, he had to go to the hospital when he got COVID. Hey, I was able to sit here at home at the White House and work. Pathetic. Well, there are two different strains. What, is that, what does that mean? There was two different strains, right? right? Uh, Trump had the first strain, which was more lethal. Yes. And what, 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 is, what is that? What, what we got? 17-year-old speech writers now in the White House? Is that what we got? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You're... I, feel, I feel like I'm, I'm living in a... Huh? It's, it really is. The White House is like a Saturday Night Live skit every I, day. I, I agree. Every day when I go through the news, I think, how is this How is this real life? This is so, it's so absurd. All right, Fred. <laughs> moving moving on. <laughs> moving on. Moving on. What, do you, what else you got, Fred? Well, uh, you mentioned uh, Kamala Harris. Yes, we did. Vice President of the United States of America. Yes. Uh, she was at an event yesterday, I believe it was at the White House, and she was meeting with uh, advocates for the disabled. And this is how she introduced herself when she went before this group of people at the White House. Cut number four. Uh, good afternoon. I want to welcome these leaders for coming in to have this very important discussion um, about some of the most pressing issues of our time. Um, I am Kamala Harris, my pronouns are she and her. I am a woman sitting at the table wearing a blue suit. (laughs) Okay. Her pronouns are she and her. And she's a woman, although she's not a biologist. I don't know how she would know. Right? That's what the Supreme Supreme Court justice said. There was some context. 
that needs to be yes, stated here, right? Right. So, Fred, this was a this was a meeting to discuss uh, mm. people who are disabled Correct. and helping them. Correct. And uh, those who are blind or sight. What do they call it? Uh, sight disadvantaged, or that's why she said I'm wearing a blue suit. That's why. That's I, I listen. I'm okay with that because apparently those who are sight challenged uh, might want to imagine uh, what they look like, how they're dressed. Okay, that's fine. But to start off, if, is she going to do this every time she introduces herself? Uh, my name is Kamala Harris. I'm the vice president. My pronouns are she, her. Yeah, what does that have the, to do with this? I right. did, the the the, uh, the color of what she was wearing, although I see, I don't understand why a blind person cares. Well, if if they if they had sight at some point in their life and know what blue is, okay, and that would that might well, matter. All right. Well, that aside, to say my pronouns or what'd she say? She, she and, and her. her. That's that woke. Uh, garbage right yeah huh and so, we got we got the vice president of the united states of america having to say declaring that she, her pronouns today are and they all did that around that table they all introduced themselves the other people who were there and they gave their pronouns isn't that right i, I, I that's what i'm saying i feel like i'm living in a it's a twilight uh, zone it's a twilight zone it, it's the white house has become a daily saturday night live skit right and they made fun of trump Yes. I mean, Trump had a, his comical moments, no doubt about it. And, right. and sometimes you head scratchers. I mean, tweet every here and now and then. Yeah. But we got the vice president of the United States one heartbeat away, right, <laughs> from from the presidency. And she's ha she feels the need to tell the world that her what her pronouns are today. Right. Uh, I don't know. Did she say what cereal she ate this morning or no. what kind of donuts she likes? Or No, that's not on the woke agenda yet okay uh, uh, go ahead fred there, there was some interesting response to this yes congresswoman marjorie taylor green of georgia yeah yeah she wrote her own she's very reserved yeah <laughs> she wrote her own parody introduction i am marjorie taylor green i am a woman i am a mother and i am sick of this <laughs> sick of this blank Sick of this bike. <laughs> okay. Yeah, she she's a little rough around the edges. Oh, uh, yes. Yeah. But I, I mean, she's a fighter, though, man. I mean, yeah. you know. But really... I would think ninety percent of the American yeah, people. Yeah, I know. Would agree, agree with, her. with her. I know. Yeah. Just I, it, listen. Up. There are millions of liberals uh, who are sick and tired of this uh, politically correct, uh, woke nonsense that's going on in our country. Uh, evidenced by Joe Rogan. And I mentioned the liberals, Bill Maher, uh, James Carville. These are well-known liberal uh, people who are uh, sick and tired of uh, Dave Chappelle, the comedian. <clears throat> there are a lot of them who would who would say that no way they're a conservative, uh, but so because it's so ridiculous, yeah. uh, it, I, I, it could be. This could be another issue that could back, probably will backfire on the Democrats come <coughs> November. Yeah, well, we talked about the military, what they're going through, this wokeness, indoctrination. Yeah, yeah. which is why they yeah. can't they can't recruit people to. Go It'll to be interesting to see if if the Democrats get wiped out in the House of Representatives on uh, in November, and by that I mean they lose twenty seats or so. That's what I would call being wiped: twenty to thirty seats. 
the war that's going to go on inside the Democrat Party mm. is. It, I like popcorn. And I'm going to have an, <laughs> and I'm going to be able to get an extra serving because that's going to be fun to watch. Yeah, right because there. there will be a war. Oh wow! And because it'll be, you'll have you have the establishment oh. saying, "Listen, here's the reason why we got wiped out. Yes. is because we went yes. too far to the radical side yes. of the spectrum." And then the radicals are going to say, "No, you didn't go far right. enough." It's going to be AOC versus Hillary, right? In a SmackDown. Okay, <laughs> pay per view. All right, uh, that kind of. That, I'm serious. That, oh no, it, it's, it's going to be a, it's going to be a, just delightful. <laughs> for, for, as someone looking at them from the outside, right? Of course. All right, we got one minute, Fred. What else you got on the well from the, the stack a, of news there from the AFA travel agency? Uh huh. If you're planning a trip anytime soon, might want to think about driving to the destination. Okay. The latest horror story. Uh, headline, American Airlines passengers trapped on boiling plane for six hours. In Charlotte, right? No this, air conditioning. This is American Airlines flight. All right. So Put, from Charlotte to, to, New York. to New York. Push back from the gate. Uh, pilot comes on. Uh, we, we got some problems. We got a problem with one of the gas tanks. So uh, just hold tight, folks. We're bringing out the mechanical people. Three hours later, they're still sitting on this airplane. No they, air conditioning. No air conditioning. They get towed, They get on another aircraft, but now there's lightning in the area. Another three hours. They said uh, people were having mental. Seriously, people were having mental breakdowns on the plane. I mean, emotional yeah. breakdowns. Yes. You're being trapped inside a little tube. Yes. Right. Not able to probably get up and walk around. Yeah. No food. Mm. No drinks. I would lead the riot right there. Huh? Horrible. I'm not normally that kind of person, but I would I listen. Would, I would chair that committee. The stories that we've been hearing about airline travel makes me willing to You will I'll drive ten yeah, hours to avoid flying. You will open that door, ma'am. I don't care if you do take all my award miles away. Huh? All right, uh, we'll be back in five minutes. Stay with us. The views and opinions expressed in this broadcast may not necessarily reflect those of the American Family Association or American Family Radio.